Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Chat of the Wild is a part of the Greenlit Podcast Network. To find out more information, as well as other great shows, go to greenlitpodcast.com. Hello, everybody. It's Chat of the Wild. Gaiden. In this season, we are playing through Ari and the Secret of Seasons. Copies, pr- copies provided to us by Modus Games. Thank you very much, Modus Games, for that. Uh, in this episode, we're knocking out another dungeon, another another temple. I guess, that, yeah, they're called the temples in this, right? Yeah. Uh, I had said in the last episode we wanted to do a lot of exploring, too. After spending a good hour and a half... I would say, like, just, like, exploring the whole map. Didn't really find anything of interest. <laughs> uh, even after getting the, the new item from this temple. Oh, yeah, you even went after? Yes. I mean, yes. there's some more There's some more crystals to shatter. There's right. some items to get. But only one of them was enough crystals to, like, restore one area. The other one, the other area that we're going to go to, like we're, it's still the same kind of thing that we had in the last episode, where there's a crystal that's out of reach that we can't get to right now, that we need some special thing. And then I also just randomly stumbled on the next temple too, just like exploring oh, yeah. some things here and there. So I was like, all right, gotta stop. Yeah, I haven't been back to to home area like at all since we left. I finally I went, went back for to get the fast pass travel or the fast pass tickets and just to see if there were any other little quests that popped up or anything? As far as I could tell, no. It, I, I think we have all the quests that you can get. There's like collecting the crystals, collecting the juice, collecting the teapots. Yeah, um, I found I a teapot. Yeah, I want to say that's... I mean, we had the wigs, we did the wigs. Yeah, I have all the juice, I just haven't turned it in. I turned the juice in. What do we get for that? Uh, a Yule outfit. You get it from... Uh, who's the guy that doesn't talk? Uh, Lucton. Uh, Lucton, yeah. Yeah. I um, I got all the, the sacred keys, or the for the legendary keys, I think. And uh, I didn't. Yeah, I... Where... You can get them all now. Once you complete the dungeon, you can get all the, the legendary oh, okay. keys. Yeah, I haven't done anything after the dungeon. I could not figure any of this stuff out. Like, I found some of those towers, but I was under the impression we just didn't have the thing we needed to get up to those. I think there are a few you still don't have, but I think once you get the the ability to climb... Well, sorry. uh, Spoiler, we get the ability (laughs) to climb in this episode. Once you get that, I think you you can get all the legendary keys. Huh. Okay, yeah, because I was still staring at those towers like, I must not have everything I need, I guess. I think there's still one item we don't have. I would imagine. Yeah. Well, I just, I've been before the dungeon. Yeah. When I was just wandering around. Uh, 
I mean, well, since BC said it, I guess we can just talk about the exploration before we get into the dungeon that we do get the ability to climb, which I feel like it was obvious. It was one of those things like in the Zelda games where you see something that you know you're going to have to interact with, but you just don't have the thing to do it yet. And yeah. This one was vines. Mm -hmm. I kept seeing vines and it was like, clearly I'm going to get something to climb up these. Vines or, or branches or whatever springtime-ness it is. Bramble, whatever yeah. it is. Uh, well, I guess the bramble's on the ground. We've been dealing with bramble from Ugh, the beginning. God. <laughs> that was one thing I did do. I went back and I I went through Yule, and there's a lot of sections where I guess you could have gone back before, but you can use um, the winter crystal to get rid of a bunch of bramble and just chests that I didn't get. Mm -hmm. um, there was a quest that I didn't do before that required the double jump that was just collecting herbs. So I did that, and I think okay. I got like a hat or something yeah see i did that even without the double jump it okay. was annoying but i did that a while ago uh same with getting all the bramble chests and yeah it was annoying then because your sphere was not big enough i complained about that in the first episode about how small the sphere was and so you'd have to be right in front of it in order for it to open the chest right yeah we have since gotten a larger one yeah. Well, I, I want to ask then, okay, you, PC, you said you got some of these. So there, there is a tower that has like a sphere hanging off it and then a box hanging off that sphere. Do you know about this one? Do you remember this one? In Lamistad? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. What are you supposed to do there? You're just supposed to use spring or whatever and climb up the vines. So if you hit that with spring, you can jump on yeah. and climb up there. I got the vines, but I can't figure out how to get up to the next part. I kept, like, moving that sphere thing around, trying to figure out, like, what it wants me to do with it. Am I just supposed to jump on it? What uh, don't do? you use I... winter to create blocks to, to like, do you jump across them or something? No, like, there's nothing around there for winter. It's I'm just sure... vines show up. I'm pretty... Well, Not... wait, maybe this is one of the ones that I didn't get yet. No, I think this is one of the ones I didn't get yet. Okay. There's two in Lamestad I didn't get, and one of them is, like... A letter. One of them is yeah. a journal page that I still haven't figured out how to get. I've been trying all sorts of things, but I assume that you need something else for is it. Is it that uh, letter at the top of the lighthouse? There's like a, a, a straight, light, like a sheer surface that like you cannot climb. Oh, I did that and, one a while ago. Oh, I yeah. Think. Oh, how do you get to that one? I don't know. I think I just double jump, jumped like crazy up there. Yeah, it's like it's just a, a completely, you know, sheer surface. There's no way I couldn't jump up it. Is it in the in the little area where the hyenas hang out? It's all the way in the corner by the firewood. Yeah, I did that one a while ago. I think I had that one. Okay. Well, never I mind. I think then. it's just you're not. Maybe you're on the wrong side of it or something like mm. that. Yeah. There's some other side you need to like use winter on to make some ice appear. Yeah, maybe. It might be something like that. I was under the impression that there were some of the notes I'm just not going to be able to get now because I was supposed to get it when the whole area was frozen over. That's what I was wondering. Yeah. But, but there there seemed to, between, that's what I'm really confused about because there's one in Lamestad that there used to be a frozen plateau that you could walk out to and it looks as if you could jump to the letter, but it's too far to jump. Yeah. So there, I've tried... I can still create that plateau with, you know, combining double jumping and 
the slingshot, I can get out there, or I can kind of jump between the plateau and the tree nearby, but mm -hmm. it's too far away to double jump, so I assume mm -hmm. you get something else to help you get there. There's also some treasure chest that some kid said that um, Dagden had left out there. And if anyone could reach it, it's theirs. And it's out on these like stones. But then if you land in the water, the water like current pushes you all the way back. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm, I am convinced we're going to get a triple jump or there's going to be some other kind of thing that extends out our jump. Yeah. I tried to get across. The, there's a line of boats and yeah. I tried to jump across all of those and I kept just the last one. I couldn't make it. I did that too, and I don't think there's anything at the end of that. Yeah, I'm I was wondering like, that, if that it's would be going a place to be something, something. hookshot-esque or something that allows you to latch onto ice. Because if you go back oh. to that, uh, yes, the lamestide hanging ball, climbing net, tower. Yes, when you use ice near it, or when you use winter near it, you can see that the pole that it's on gets coated mm -hmm. in ice, and in some of the other areas, like around Astera. There's a puzzle with a hanging ball way up in the air, and if you use a uh, hanging season uh, stone way up in the air, and if you use ice, there's all these hanging ice cylinders. Pillars. Yeah. yeah. They're like yeah. around the chains that are on the platform. They're like There's like chains hanging from the platform. And, and as soon as I saw that, around those. I, I knew that there was just going to be another item. And we're Maybe it is a thing there. of, it's yeah, it's climbing gloves that let you climb on ice. They'll let you hold on to that. Maybe. Some kind of ice pick thing that you, you latch on to. Yeah. Um, since we talked about the legendary keys, do we want to talk about what we get? Yeah, I mean, might as well. I mean, if you're able to get it now. So when you get the le the last legendary key you can go back to the section with the four, they're not golems, the four season computer yeah, space mm -hmm. staircase. They're like gods or something. Like yeah, in the, in the bottom gods. of the dome. And so there, there's a sword that's locked in a case, and that's mm -hmm. the celestial sword. Okay. Haven't figured out if the celestial sword does anything, or if it's just a cool... Um, Cool I think aesthetic. all of the weapons are just cosmetic, right? That's what I... So far, yes. And yeah. I went and spent the money on the samurai sword or the ninja sword. Or, I don't know. The long... Katana. Katana, yes. And it kept glitching out and resetting back to the, the blue sword uh -huh. that we have. So I kept equipping it. And then when I wasn't paying attention... I'd look back, and suddenly she's holding the old sword again. <laughs> hmm. Uh, yeah. Do, do we want to talk about something that got patched in this week, which makes it easier to afford weapons? Uh, well, so the patches are different for, like, the Switch. Like, because we're playing on... B BC and I are playing on PlayStation. Right. Brian's playing on Switch. I think the order of things are, like... I think it's, like, PC, PlayStation, Xbox, Switch in okay. terms of, like, the patch releases from what I've seen on their Twitter. Okay, because now I'm getting money for killing enemies. Yeah, we've been getting yeah, we've been Which getting I was not until this week, so... Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I, for the most... Weird. I That's why I haven't bought anything cosmetic, because I, I can only afford what I find in chest. You know, I, I only make what I find in chests. Right. Yeah. Um. And so, yeah, I've just been spending money on, on upgrades. 
Enemies dropping money helps significantly. Yeah. At this point, I think I have most of the upgrades. Uh, you also end up finding a couple thousand coin chests, which are mm-hmm. really nice. Up ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I bought all the upgrades. I, for whatever reason, did get a trophy for it. I was kind of upset by that. <laughs> How, unless, right. there's, unless there's some other upgrade thing that I'm going to get in here in a minute. But there may just not be a trophy for that. Hmm. Um, at least I got to talk to our buddy. He was like, see ya. Yeah, speaking of uh, Sensei Puppy, I'm just going to call it, He seems like a Dave. Um, he he growls and like balls up his fists at you like, like, like he's going to punch you when you attempt to buy something that you can't afford. <laughs> All the merchants will do that. If you try and buy something that out. you can't afford, they get angry with you, which is a small thing, but I love it. <laughs> yeah. Like he's Same. he's pissed. Like I said, I like when they put emotion into these into anything on here. Yeah. It's weird when it is just sort of the the NPCs are just kind of statue and they don't do any kind of reaction, but when they do, there's a lot to it and I do enjoy it. I think maybe we want to talk about it after the the dungeon, but there's also a lot of exposition at this point with the letters that you can get, which I think paint a pretty different scene of the world as a whole. Yeah. Um, And kind of show us... I mean, we can talk about it now. Okay. Um, I mean, I feel like we're going to eventually go to the places in these letters, in this journal. Well, I, I think Jeremy probably... Because I intentionally went to one of the places in the letters, and Jeremy, what you were describing earlier, I think, when you said you found the next temple is one of the places in the letters. But um, when you, um, through the letters, you find out that the guy, um, what is his name? Is yeah. It... The um, the guy who wrote all the tablets. It... No, it's not the... The guy who's writing the letters, he has the name Equinox. Yeah. Um, so Equinox, mm. to summarize the letters, as um, Brian was stating, you figure out that the person who wrote the tablets, you can't find any of their descendants. Um, you can't find any records about the people who live in the mountains. And you eventually find out that, you know, all of the guardians are hiding something. You he starts asking the Guardians questions, and they're getting really sheepish with the answers. Um, he eventually finds Hannah, who I think we referenced in an earlier episode, who is a descendant of the Witches of the Mountains, who mm-hmm. also worked for the King and Queen, and yeah. was in love with, is it Bryn? The, Bryn, yeah, The spring... Sorry, excuse me. <clears throat> Bryn, the guardian of spring. So, using Hannah's affection for Bryn, Exodus or Equinox convinces her to tell him all about the people of the mountains. He goes out, he finds the people of the mountains, and the people in the mountains basically say, Oh, yeah, none of that history makes any sense. It's all made up. We're the people who keep the true history of the world. And. It turns out that there was some woman super long ago who found a crystal that collected the energy of four different of all four seasons and so there were you know it would switch between summer and spring and winter and fall 
all around this crater with this crystal. Yeah, she was just like walking one day and then happened upon the different seasons like having a, a fight like in this in this crater or something. It's, it's like they're all just, you know, in flux all over. It's like, oh, do 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 do. Oh, what's this? It's insanity. Yeah. But no one believes her at first. And so she has to like take everyone to the crystal and there's a schism in their society and some of the people follow her and other people think she's insane. And they eventually start learning from the power of the crystals. And one of the people who thought she was insane comes back and they fall in love and they end up having unnatural extended lives that last, like they should have all died, but they're still alive. And so they just spend all their time studying the crystal. And the last note I got indicates that at some point, the husband of the woman who discovered the crystal is about to betray her. But we don't know what that betrayal is yet. Okay. Man, I'm missing a lot of lore here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Which well, I, I think it's again... a, a weird way to explain things because on one hand it's super cool, but it also seems pretty central to the plot and you can miss some of these letters very easily. Yeah. I mean, we'll see with the boss battle on here, but I get the feeling that they wanted to do a whole lot more with this game, but necessarily didn't have time to do it and couldn't flesh out as much stuff as they wanted. Yep. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Also, Which I found out happens. there's a, a letter from the journal right outside of our house that I didn't pick up until I went back to Yule. Oh. Yeah. So, it's unclear, but they clearly wanted you to find the first journal piece is the moment you left your house, because the prompt that teaches you how to run is where the first letter is. So when you walk, I thought that, that prompt, was it. Hmm? I thought that that's what that was. I keep ignoring that because I thought that's where. Exactly. That's where you just so learn you, to run. So you run toward this letter and it flies up. So you have to jump up and grab the letter. Okay. So you have to run and jump and then you'll get the first letter. And so when you frame it like that, this whole process of exposition through the this secret journal was supposed to start from the very beginning of the game. But most of us probably didn't find it until we finish the first real dungeon i think yeah i was it was somewhere during our second episode which was a really long dense episode yeah. but somewhere in there i i found one and started reading these i would say the the biggest problem with that setup is that these maps are way too big and it's really easy to just miss all of that stuff yeah that if there was some kind of other side quest that even if it was like if the if the the side quest should have been as soon as you walk out the door, some person stops you and says, "Hey, I dropped my letters over here. Can you go grab?" Well, that they're supposed to be hidden around the world because if if anyone found his journal, they would like burn it or like he's on the run right now. Like he's kind of on the lam. He, he's he's a invest. He's almost an investigative journalist out there trying to uncover the story. While the government wants to silence him, narratively, um, I mean, this could be some other researcher that had that note. Yeah, yeah. Narratively, that makes sense, Brian, and he even says it in in his notes that he's just yeah. hiding copies everywhere. But from a functional standpoint, <laughs> there needs to be something 
more yeah. direct from a game design standpoint that you will definitely see that. And I think the fact that like Jeremy, this is exactly what I did. I thought that this little bubble or this shining light was just teaching me how to run as opposed to, oh, I need to run, jump and grab this thing that's going to start a game long side quest. Yeah. yeah. That, that should have been a little more obvious or at least spelled out like, no, you need to actually finish this and look, this is a, a thing. This is important. important. Yeah, over here. Yeah. We're telling half of our, our story in this game, in this letter right here. Mm-hmm. So, do we have anything else before we go into the Spring Temple? No, no I just have a lot, lot to do now that I can climb <laughs> everything yeah. we've talked about. Yeah, if we go back to the Dome of Seasons and we talk to the guys hanging out there, Bryn does tell us about how he was in love with this Hannah character. Uh, we just get a, a few things here and there of them just saying like, oh, we got to keep going. We got to, um, you know, go on to the next se- go on to the next seasonal dome or the next season temple. And we're told that the temple is hidden in a church, an old rundown church, which of course was the one that I went to before. Mm-hmm. So they say all that. Oh, you were, and then, you were, you found, you mean you found the spring temple? Yeah, that what you're talking I found about. The oh, okay. yeah, because I found it. Ago. We, I thought we all found it after, like during the second episode. Yes. Oh, that's okay. what I'm saying. Okay, yeah. yeah. Sorry, never mind. So we're gonna go and head over to the spring temple after we get back from our break, and we will talk more about Ari and the Secret of Seasons. Hunter, Hunter, you Hawker Show, literary analysis, comparative localization. Jojo references. The works of Yoshihiro Togashi hold a specific kind of magic, and the people who seek to examine their roots and spiritual descendants are known as the Spirit Hunters. Available on the Greenlit Podcast Network. This week on the Super Nintendats, Blake J. Harris and Jonah Tulis, co-directors of Console Wars. Is Nintendo the villain? It's definitely a David Goliath story. Sega could have had the PlayStation and N64. Oh my god, this is the coolest thing ever. Blast processing, Reebok pumps. <laughs> what is your favorite BS marketing push of all time? Sonic 3 with lock-on technology and working with Michael oh, Jackson yeah, we and love all that. that. Were you Sega or Nintendo kids? I mean, I was a Nintendo kid. PS5 versus the Xbox. Who's coming out on top here? Right here on Greenlit. So, on to the Spring Temple. Uh, this is, this like I said before, this was the place that I stumbled across earlier. Uh, it's surrounded by a bunch of vines. Uh, we do have, what's the what's the guy that we keep running into that does the fast travel again? Uh, uh, what's oh, his name? oh um, Remy, right? Is that it? Is it Remy? It's an R name. Um, that dude is over there, and he's talking about how he was a grave digger at one point. <laughs> yeah. The, oh, Ronan. 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 Yeah. It, it, it. Every time we we see him now or find a fast travel from him, it's a different job that he's had. Yeah. Uh, I I barely listen to him <laughs> this, because yeah, this... he just sort of. Because because they're really grandiose. Because he's like, yeah, until till the one that one day when uh, a necromancer or something brought all the all of them to life, and I was the one that had to fight to push him back. Yeah. Um. I guess the uh one thing I guess before we get into that, I did want to mention too, is that uh, I went back to Crocus's castle. Oh. I don't know if you guys did this. 
No, I I actually took the Lamestide route back to the Spring Temple, so I didn't yeah. I didn't really go through Ostera. I went through Ostera, but I didn't go to the castle. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, remember that cutscene that we saw where it, it collapsed on itself because <laughs> we destroyed the mine. Well, some of us saw that cutscene. Yes. Uh, yeah, the castle's fine. <laughs> okay. I don't. I don't know if they meant to do that or if they just forgot or what. Like. Or again, maybe there's a sequence breaking issue. Hey, people rebuild. We have man. had those pop up. Yep. You know, they, uh, they rebuild with, you know, they've got signs around town now that say never forget. Those sheep are, are fast workers, I guess. Yeah, you know. Hopefully they, you know, get a cut of the, the new society, you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just wanted to bring that up. There's nothing really important in there. I found one of my either teapot or juice in there that I'd missed. Okay. So I yeah. got that, but yeah, it's totally fine. I don't know. I thought for sure it, there was going to be like a destroyed bridge that I couldn't get to there or something. No, I went through and it was normal. Well, spring is all about growth and rebirth. So <laughs> sure. You know, anyway, back to the spring temple, we get into there and uh, at the entrance you need, you have to use your slingshot to like activate these two switches to lift up a platform to go into there. And then you walk into this short little hallway and there's like nothing there. And then the floor breaks down beneath you (laughs) and gives you like an ice slide down, which I thought that was kind of fun. I didn't even get to enjoy that because as I was walking, I was jumping. And so I double jumped as that platform was falling. And so I didn't even fall. I had to walk backwards and go and like fall down myself. Yeah, you can get up there, and there's just nothing there. Yeah. It's like if you could get past the trap floor in uh, Mario 64 in that first Bowser room. It's like, you're supposed to fall. I'm like, well, I, I didn't. I, I I escaped. Right. But uh, we get into here, and one of the key things that we'll be doing in this is... Uh, well, I guess I'm trying to think of the order of things. Very early on, we do get the item, yeah, of this uh, of this, which is just the climbing gloves that we talked about earlier, uh, almost like last last week, right? Where we get that slingshot pretty quickly. There's nothing really funny in the description of these. They just describe what they are. Yeah, they just look like white gloves. They didn't look like anything. <laughs> They've got in particular Spider-Man fibers on the fingertips. Sure. Uh, and what we got to do is uh, activate using spring in here to create vines that will be able to climb up on the walls and everything. Mm-hmm. And what's the was a what's little... the base season? It's is it autumn. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is it autumn or is it summer? I think it's here? autumn because it's, it's it? their okay. switch: spring, fall. Um... Winter, summer. Oh yeah, they were, weren't they? Yeah, okay. I did not pay attention and, to that. Yeah, it was that simple. Also, uh, a, another but... thing, just an aside that I was corrected on. I we debated on how to pronounce Samhain or Samhain, and it's uh, pronounced Sawin. I was informed. Uh, so that has to do with I think the the holiday or the the tradition that predated halloween and so i wonder if all of the the season towns are actually named after some sort of holiday or tradition because i mean we have Samhain, we have yule 
Lammas Tide sounds like a holiday. There's always tides. Maybe Lammas Tide um, just means summertime. And then Ostera, I have no idea. I, I think that might be uh, Easter. It might, uh, like, German or something. Like, I can't remember what the, the German word for Easter was, but... Yeah. It sounds, it sounds something, like, vaguely like that. I don't know. I'm sure people at home are yelling at us that yeah, we should cut, know cut more about... Yeah, if I was just... If I stuck my foot in my mouth right there. So for those of us that didn't hang out with the goths in high school, it's it's pronounced Salwin, right? <laughs> Salwin, I, I think it's, I don't know. I'm not an expert. <laughs> or the, the Wiccans. Uh, this this dungeon, there's, there's a, a really cool mechanic that we get involving the, the, the spheres that we can power up. Uh, but that is largely what this dungeon is. It's that and climbing on the vines, which I had some trouble a lot of times, like any of the things that I needed to jump off the vines for yes. was like almost impossible. Yeah. Jumping no, off the vines awkward. is rough. Because there's a couple parts where you have to jump like from your back to another set of vines right behind you. And the physics and the jumping mechanics just aren't very great on here. So there's a lot of times that I'll like be tapping it and I tap too fast and she just does her double jump immediately and doesn't make it far enough and, or doesn't necessarily grab onto the vines when she gets there and then just falls down to the bottom. Yeah. And I have to like climb my way back up again. <laughs> like it, from, from playing 3d platformers, uh, when, when you're doing that jump for where you have to jump to something that is behind you, I, I line the camera up. So I'm facing the wall I'm holding on to so I can just immediately do a backwards jump. Like I naturally yeah. did that. Don't do it like that. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't work that way. Uh, no. It was much easier to like be on a side view and like, so you could see what you were doing because the game. You, yeah. If she was probably going to hang on to the wall and just only do one jump and you'll fall to your death or you'll fall back to yeah. the floor. Yeah. The There's other also problem like... is that sometimes you can't control the direction of your double jump. Most of the time you can, but like if you slip or just in some weird situations, if you have momentum, if you double jump, you'll just double jump in the direction that you have momentum. So if you accidentally yes. jump off and you can't switch around your double jump, you're going to fall to the bottom of the chamber and have to redo everything that you just did. Yeah, inertia is really weird in this game. Because you'll slide on something and then now you're like, no, I'm jumping off of a giant, like, over a giant pit now. Like, because I just took one weird slip. Yep. I was lucky that I was able to, as we progress through this dungeon, jump over every clearing that I need to. Because it does have a lot of intersect intersecting sort of bridges. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That we're basically going up on, like there's verticality to them. There are these bridges that sort of crisscross each other above each other. And that's how we ascend this temple. And I could tell looking at it of being like, oh man, I got to make sure I do all these jumps. Because if I fall and she just, you know, touches ground on one of those, I can't be like, hope that if I fall down a pit, I'll reset back to where I was on there. Yeah. You know, my mind, it's like, if I do that, that's where the game's going to think I'm, I'm meant to be. Right. And I'm going to have to run through that whole thing over again. Um, yeah, there's a lot of uh, also, like, finding the bridge uh, in this. Like, a lot of the puzzles are, okay, well, how do I get to there? Okay, what, what season do I need to use to make a, a bridge or a platform to get across this gap? My biggest issue with this whole temple, though 
is the doors because you can't tell if a door needs a switch to open or if you can just walk right up to it and it's going to open up yeah. for you. Because there are a number of doors in there that I looked around and I'm like, there's got to be a switch for this somewhere because this looks identical to the door that I was in in the last room where I had to put a thing on top of a switch to open it up. Yeah. And I just walk up to, up to it and it's just like, here, we're open. And it's, it, it really slows things down and throws me off. Like just some kind of, I don't know, light on it or get rid of that symbol, the yeah. the four circle season symbol that we see on everything. To get in here, didn't we have to like stand in front of a door for a while while it lit up? No, to get to get in here, we we had the first door that you just go into and opens, and then like the next door, or as soon as you get into there, I don't know, maybe you're mixing it up with something else. No, I just, the entrance you had to fire your two seasons. No, no, yeah, I remember that. I just thought there was a door at some point that was like you couldn't get in unless you had the all four seasons and the little uh, keepsake that we or whatever the thing that we put them in. And so it, it's it searches for that and like something like the outline lit up and and the door opened. No, because I got into that door before okay. that when I only had I think I only had one season at that time. Okay. But that that is my biggest problem with this temple is just the doors look the exact same, mm-hmm. and it felt even though this this temple is very straightforward, it like it does move in a linear path the whole way. There are no like alternate rooms that you can go into and find extra stuff uh we've had that in the previous dungeons where you'd go into one area and it would there was just a, a treasure chest in there uh but this one was very much like you go into the next room the only thing that it's going to have for you is to go to the next room that moves you forward yeah at some point i just uh gave up on trying to remember where i was in the dungeon and just it's like i'm just going to keep moving forward like it almost reminded yeah. Reminded me of like the Prince of Persia, like PS2 era games in that way, where it's sure. like you're you're in a room and whether whether it's you know like our 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 season powers in this or your move set in that, like you have to be like, okay, what can I, how do I use what I have to get out of this room or get through this this area, and then then I'm on to the next thing. Like it's just it's thing by thing by you know problem by problem by problem in a row. You no backtracking. Another thing that sucks about this this temple, though, is that your map doesn't work at all. No, no, none map. Where in the last no one, it map. was just a joke. It was like, well, you're here on the world map. like. But you would at least see, like, treasure chests appear, and you could, like, face a direction. Yeah. You didn't, that you you literally disappear on your map. Yeah. In Ooh. here. I don't know what happened there. Yeah, I didn't try but, and use a map in this dungeon. I didn't even think about it. I was doing it just just for treasure chest collection, mm-hmm. just because I wanted to be like, if there's any here, I want to get them. All, I only even found I one. Don't necessarily need it. I found like I want to say two or three. Mm. One of them being that one that gave you like eleven hundred. Yeah, gold. I got that one. That's the one I got. So I'm I'm that's glad the that's really the, good one. That was the one to get. That. Yeah. Um. So, go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say there there's a uh, a dependence on the the winter again to make ice platforms, but it's mm-hmm. not always telegraphed. A lot of times it is. You'll, you'll see like a, a stream or like a little waterfall or something. And you'll be like, okay, well then I can probably use water somewhere around here. Mm-hmm. It's not with the waterfall itself. That just kind of lets you know that, Hey, there's, there's ice here. 
but it's not always like the few times when it wasn't there was no water around i was like oh of course i if i see a gap and and i'm staring at it i'm like i don't know what i'm supposed to do try winter and and there's ice yeah it didn't telegraph it as well as it has in the past i think another thing was and maybe this was just how i went about solving the puzzles there was a lot of using one season to limit the expansion of another Yes, and so, some cool ways, I too. really like that. Which yeah. is, is super cool, but they've mentioned it before, but this is more or less the first time you really had to do it. Mm-hmm. And so if you weren't thinking about that, you would probably just be lost. Yeah, I think if, if you did it before, it was just swag strats. It was like, oh, I could, like, I think in a couple dungeons, or in the dungeon previous, a couple times I did something like that because I realized I could. But now it's almost man like in in some of these puzzles it's mandatory. Yeah. Yeah. So we do the first instance of this that sort of leads into what we're going to be doing for like the back half. Eh, I guess not early back back half. There's a big chunk of us guiding one of those elemental balls around, mm-hmm. and one of the first things that we do is we have to make it spring in order to make a a floor of vines that we can, you know, roll it on which is cool, but then there's one of those pink crystals that kill any elements. So you have to keep it away from that. And I think what they want you to do is to screw it up at first because down below there is one of the little things that says hit this with summer. It's telling you shoot summer at this area here. And then if you go and do that, then take the ball back up there again and you do it, you can sort of roll the ball along the the edge of that one while it's holding spring and it'll be small enough that you can go around the side of it. And I think that opens up a sidewall too. Yeah, that you can take the ball down. A spiked barrier out of the way. Okay, which, maybe that's which I didn't is. realize that's what it was doing. Like I was hitting the summer because I was like, oh, it does something. I need to do this. Mm-hmm. But I didn't realize what it was. And when I finally figured that out, then the whole puzzle came together. Um, but yeah, I tried to, I tried to have the spring already loaded when I made the summer and like kind of snuck around to the edge. Cause, cause the, yeah, what we're with, with the vines being a platform, it's like the ice in the last one where we could pull the ball along the top of the water if we used winter. So it it kind of, it, it functions like that. So, right. Uh, which I think I really enjoyed all of this stuff here except for one part where there is sort of a maze of vines that we have to pull the ball through. And then there's an incline that you have to basically push the ball. As far as I could tell, you had to push the ball over it and trying to get behind those things and push it was really annoying for me. Unless there was some other thing. Because if I pulled it, I would end up falling first and the ball wouldn't follow me. Yeah, I think I got lucky on that one. Because I pulled it off of it. Oh, see, I I just I tried a couple times and kept falling. Is this the one where you have to snake through an entire room and then yeah. there's like a wall? I think what I what I did is I used another because if you I know there's one where if you keep walking, no, maybe I'm thinking of a different one. Sorry, I, I'm thinking of the one where if you keep walking that it a wall generates in front of you. Hmm. Um. And that was one where it took me a couple t- tries, but I had to like fire a season off to the side to keep all the vines from growing. And then 
you go oh, over okay. this hill and land on some vines with the ball. That's cool. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't think about that. So yeah, we all do it differently. There you go. <laughs> uh, then we eventually get one where we have to. We're in like this. Wa- it looks like it looks straight out of uh, Ocarina's Water Temple. Uh, you have a bit of water on the ground, and there are all these platforms, and there's some switches that you can hit off to the side that bring these little walls out that make sort of a bridge for you to yeah. to go on. And you have to guide one ball all the way around here, drop it into one of the little bowls, and then that opens up another one. Another but ball. Then what you, yeah, what you have to do is then you take it like halfway there, and then you got to change it to winter to make an ice platform appear. And I know like that, I could see people having trouble figuring out what they needed to do. Yeah, once I realized there was an ice block bridge right there i was like oh okay puzzle comes together but that was one of the ones where there wasn't like i don't think there was a water source in the room maybe on the ground like there was there might have been water puddles of water or something on the ground but oh yeah there was there was water all over the the bottom of right but that that didn't you know translate to hey a stack of ice over here yeah so yeah that one i was like just sitting there going like i I can see what I have to do. I just don't know how to do it. And, oh, ice, winter. Yeah, of course. Yeah, after getting this far in with a lot of the elements, the idea of there being, like, a chunk of water floating somewhere that you turn into ice makes less and less sense. Yeah. Like, at first it was like, okay, there's just, like, high moisture here or something like that. Only in the winter. But only in winter does it really do anything. Does it raise up? Yeah. So a, a little weird there, but I I think after you figure it all out, it's a cool puzzle still. Well, yeah. Now, like, now I still that, enjoy doing that. Yeah. Now that I'm basically f- from here on out to the rest of the game, I'm just like, if I don't know what I and for the rest of the dun- this dungeon too, if I don't know how to bridge a gap, just pull winter out. There's got to yeah, be ice throw somewhere. Throw some winter around. Right. Just start shooting it around with your with your slingshot. Figure it out. We really get that at a point there is a giant tower that we have to slowly raise with vi- and then get vines around mm-hmm. it. That room was cool. Up. That room took like uh, like twenty minutes for me to do, but but like just each piece you have to fit. Like okay, uh, and and think about it and got to yeah you know, find a new switch, find a way to to get around the room. That was the one where I was like, this reminds me a lot of like a Prince of Persia thing. Sure, yeah, I could see that. But that also has it where just randomly you need to put ice out yeah, to make an ice platform. Like there's nothing that really indicates that you should be doing it that, that there, but that's the only way you get across. I thought there was a waterfall in that one. I don't know, man. Like again, it, there's waterfalls in other rooms too yeah. that don't necessarily mean you got to use ice there. Uh, another weird part in that room is it's the one instance I've seen of a, a fixed camera perspective. Uh, where like you get to an area and then all of a sudden the camera like shifts behind you and then fall. You can't move the camera at all while you're side crawling uh, on vines up in the air. Oh, you're talking about a different one. Okay. So there's, yeah, there's, I know which one you're talking about. That's one where, uh, that's even, that's earlier on Yeah. where you have to hit a couple switches and then some pillars come from the ceiling. 
that yeah. you can then get vines on and then you have to jump that's one where you have to jump from one vine set to another mm-hmm. and then when you go around the back the camera does change and it gets fixed and sort of follows you around and and there was i noticed that too. i, was, I thought it was interesting that they did it for that one gap and there were other places earlier that i was like i would have liked to fix camera that like in in certain areas like if, if you're going to implement it they only do it once <laughs> it's like it, it yeah. felt it was weird like something i'd like to have on and on more right uh, I did run into some problems with this the the giant pillar room. Just climbing those vines when I would get to the top, Ari would not climb up on the ledge. Oh yeah. And at the very end, when we do like the second part of it, I had to jump away from it and try to double jump on top of it in order for me to even jump off of there to get to the little broken bridge area that we're supposed to be reaching. Yeah. Jumping, climbing up from the vines is finicky throughout the dungeon, but I think that room in particular is finicky because it's the telescoping platform. So Mm -hmm. I think the edge isn't where the edge of the platform really should be or something to that effect. So when you try and climb up it before it's all the way extended, even the edges don't match up from where you're climbing. Yeah. Yeah. Some weird glitches. I mean, who knows? By the time, in, you know, our listener, whoever it is, is you know, checking out this episode, they're going to play it and be like, I don't have any of these problems. <laughs> I don't know what these guys are complaining about. This game's great. Uh, yeah, we should have the, the current patch uh, number at the beginning of each episode. Oh, have you got? Have you seen that? Have you seen how long that thing is? The, the number itself? Yes. Oh, yeah. I want to say it's like a good 10 digits. <laughs> uh i mean that's how that stuff is man they they gotta have when you're you're figuring out what build you're on and which one is ready to release it's got like you know it's it's 2.174 e564 it's like you know it's it's crazy um so this one was weird i guess is there anything else before we get to the boss i mean the the key was, you know... Yeah, there, that's what I was going to say. There's the no real backtracking right on it. this one. Yeah. No. Uh, which I was like, ooh, I wonder, like, where... I haven't seen the door, but I wonder where I'm going to have to, like... You know, which room I'm going to have to move through now with, with my new... I can't put a season around myself uh, limitation, and nothing happened. Yeah, it felt very rushed, as will the boss. It's a... Uh, yeah, getting a lot of uh, hey, it's good that we played this after Wind Waker, right after Wind Waker. Yeah, yes, go. another love it when game. that works out. So what we, yeah, we try we, to do that, people. We try to to do that. We we get to the next area to unlock the the golem door, and literally, it's just you turn right on the hallway, you walk through there. Uh, there was I want to say there was what one little puzzle yeah. you had to solve to open up the door. Yeah, there, there's uh, something with uh, it's a water puzzle. Yeah, like there's just doing. one more puzzle. Yeah, but you do that, you get to walk through the you know, animus looking yeah. future <laughs> thing, get your key, and then turn around and go put your key in the door. Hooray! It's kind of weird. Yeah, it was super disappointing, especially after last dungeon. 
because I think Last Dungeon is, has been so far the high note of this game oh, yeah. for me. Yeah. And especially the idea, as Brian said, of going through the dungeon with a different set of, like a different set of abilities, like having to reimagine how you just traverse all these rooms is cool. Yeah. And I expected to do that again. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we get into this boss room, I also had some expectations. Oh yeah. Uh, you see this giant golem that look, I mean, it is, it is this massive thing with huge arms on it. He's a, he's like a, uh, he's planted into the ground. He's like a tree golem. Yeah. And so we go up and talk to him and it is just a bunch of fourth wall breaking puns. Yeah. It's pretty bad. And literally they admit that they wanted to do more with what this boss battle will be, but they're like, the coders didn't have time. Like they're just flat out saying it. It's, it's kind of funny, but it's, but it would be different if like we actually got to do some interesting battle. Like if, if it was that, and then we ended up fighting some other monster that just looked like, even if it looked a thing that it just always like T posed at us as it walked toward us us or something like that. That would be great. But it's like, but instead we go through all of that and they just say, you're just going to fight a bunch of little minions. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what, what you were expecting. I had, I had no idea what was going to happen walking into this room because the first one, I thought I was going to fight him. The first one I, I thought that, and we didn't fight him. In fact, we, we had a very, you know, heart to heart conversation with him and, and learned a little bit more about ourselves and about the world around us. And, and then he crumbled. And then we fought the second one. So I'm like, okay, what's going to happen? And yeah, Horde Mode did not see that at all. And did at least, not. <laughs> the first one was kind of a subversive thing because it's, you know, you get amped up for this fight. This goal they tell you, to you're going to destroy you. And it's really just this thing that's old and tired and ready to die. And, like, the boss has been waiting for you for centuries, and now it's just ready to go. That's cool. The golem with a bunch of puns saying that he was unfinished, and he does say that, you know, he calls Ari a fraud, or Ari calls him a fraud, and he says it takes a fraud to know a fraud. Yeah. Yeah. That was funny. So... But it would have been funnier if I didn't have to fight a bunch of regular enemies after it. Yeah, it just kind of... And then, yeah, it just kind of falls on its face. Yeah, the the fourth dungeon opens up the Unreal Studio Editor, and you have to create your own boss. (laughs) (laughs) It's really easy these days. I think, in their defense, this is a problem that we had, or at least I had with Wind Waker as well, a game with, I'm sure, a significantly higher budget and more resources. (laughs) More people working on it, for sure. Um, Is that... You know, you get to the end of Wind Waker and or you get to some dungeons in Wind Waker and the only enemies you fight are the generic enemies that you see everywhere. It's just the generic bokoblins and all that other stuff. They're not even special bokoblins. They have a different shirt on for the dungeon. They're just <laughs> the same people you've been fighting all game. Yeah, they, and, they're just it's like they put the rest of the game into a box and shook it up and then they're like, Here's the final challenge. Right. It's just everything all over again. You got to make you got to make dinner, but you, all you have is what's left in the fridge. It's shake and bake. So you got to you got to take all the leftovers and put it together somehow. Yeah, it's it's that meme where you're asking your mom for a boss fight, 
and she says you have boss fights at home. And you look to the boss fight at home, <laughs> and it's just four or five rounds of <laughs> horde mode. The same toys you already have. <laughs> and I think the, the most infuriating thing about this for me was there's the, I don't know if they're, if they're minotaurs or they're giant sheep. I can't remember. I think they're giant rams. So, so, yeah, are they rams? Are they like camel or? I think they're rams. I think they're rams. So okay. the giant rams sheep. are these big buff enemies with armor and like. Oh, those two, guys. Okay. Two axes. And they can do a lot of damage to you. And in this version, they have thorns on them. So you have to use winter mm -hmm. and you have to balance like having winter out so you can fight the giant enemies versus having summer out or spring out so that enemies don't have ice shields. Right. Which they'll is all well and good, except the rams can kick you forever. They have yeah. an unparryable attack, or at least I haven't been able to parry it yet, that or knocks once they, you down. Once they attack, once they get you, they can just they can just stun lock you. Yeah. And it doesn't do... I don't think it does damage, which is good, but I also don't want to be surrounded by enemies constantly getting kicked to the ground, get up, get hit once, and then get kicked to the ground. Or you can be like me, and those exploding mushrooms just took them almost all. Oh, out. that's cool. Oh, yeah. I like the second and third round. I didn't really fight anything. I fought like two enemies because they all swarmed together, and those mushrooms exploded and killed a bunch of them. <laughs> that had been nice. And I was like, okay, so I'm gonna go through all this, and then I'm gonna actually fight the boss, right? Because this was nothing. This was that. That was kind of funny. No, just anyways. Just horde mode. No, <laughs> just horde mode. And we go and say we did it, and then the dude's like, "Good job!" and it explodes. <laughs> he like he like topples over, like practically on top of us. Yeah, yeah and, and Ari like you know covers her head, but that wouldn't be stop. Like this guy's made of rocks. Yeah. he's a he's a tree made out of rocks. Why didn't they just have him collapse inward? Why don't you just collapse downward? That's what I want to know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. They they thought the animation looked cool. Did they? Probably. <laughs> I'm sure that they're proud of the game they made. Hey, you know, it, it's a fine game so far. Uh, but and, <laughs> this and game you know does what? amazing things. I think they tried to get some points back by openly admitting, yeah, this isn't going to be that great of a boss fight. This isn't really even a boss fight. Yeah. I made this cool design, but we couldn't get the bones to work. <laughs> I want the T-Pose fight. I, I like that. Yeah. So we bested his... We, we completed his challenge, the, I guess. The horde mode that he orchestrated. And we get the next magic sphere. This is mod for the game. Yeah. And... <laughs> That's it for this dungeon. Uh, for the next episode, we're going to beat the game. Okay. We, we, sh we have another dungeon left, but I couldn't tell you how long it's going to take. With the way this one went, I get the feeling it's going to go pretty quick. And I wouldn't be surprised if we go back and we get all that stuff. And then we get some cutscene that explains everything. And then credits roll. Like, I don't know, man. <laughs> well, because we have to go home, right? To that. That's the fourth temple. It's not all the way no, home, but it's in Yule. No. It's, it's in Yule, but right. it's like a little off. It, it's, it's a little detour. Okay. 
kind of area. And and then, then do we have to go back to uh, Sawin and go to the ancient like witch temple or the the witch of the mountains back there? Who knows? Who knows? Uh, like I said, the the there's a trophy for this game and beating it in five hours. I'm like at seven hours in, so. Mm-hmm. Who know? I can't tell you how long this game's gonna be, yeah. but this was the format that we made for it. Based well, on me wandering around, stuff. there's stuff out there in the desert in Sawin, so I would hope that there's at least a dungeon out there. I would hope. Yeah, like I was, ho- I was hoping for a boss fight here. <laughs> as long as it's not Xenogears, where it's just you know one person in a chair with not even a voiceover. Have any of you? Seen the ending of Xenogears? I'm 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 familiar with it. I, I know that the the ending for the Xenoblade games is similar to, yeah, where you get there and he's just like, oh, by the way, I'm God. Nice to meet you. <laughs> uh, I've been doing this whole. I've been doing all this stuff here. Honestly, it's possible. It's possible. It, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we met God at the end of this game. If as long as the last scene isn't Dagden in a speedo explaining the last eight thousand years of like the history of this world while running through the fourth wall the entire time. Yeah. Talking about how great the super Nintendo was or something. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully it's not that. I mean, honestly, I would be happy if the rest of this game was just one giant water puzzle. And then you get a final journal entry that explains everything. As long Mm -hmm. as I get to play more of those sick water puzzles. I, yeah, I just, I just want cool, interesting puzzles because that's what this game has been bringing. And it's great. If it turned out Dagden was the true villain the whole time, I'd be cool. With I'm that I'm okay with whatever they got. Um, <laughs> so, just more 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 water puzzles, please. Yeah. The I'm only game that has out. ever made me like ask for water dungeon puzzles. Yeah, that's great. I'm gonna try and figure out if the Celestial Blade does anything. Hopefully, it does. Um, I'm a... also gonna get the the sick blue flying outfit, which the flying outfit makes me think that something's gonna fly at some point um i don't know maybe it's just a reference to skyward sword who knows at this point the summer will create uh heat like updrafts exactly yeah so go do all of those things that we just said whether or not they're actually in the game finish it roll credits meet back here and we will talk about it on chat of the wild gaiden I hit record. Yeah, I hit record too. I also hit record. All right, let me get this mic. All right. All right, I will try not to touch my face anymore. I don't think it's the touching your face. I think it's like, think about like when you're moving and then it just like slightly yeah. gets gets a hair, just a little hair on the mic. And it just makes this like, that like, I, I get the feeling some like ASMR people are either into it or <laughs> disgusted by it. Yeah. Where the us normies are just sort of like, oh, that was just a static noise. But then when I got my my headphones on and I'm blasting and I'm just hearing this in my ears, I'm just like, ah, ooh, ah. <laughs> <laughs> All right.